It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Goes Without Saying, we are back for another episode of Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Wing. And I am Sefi. And today we're going to be opening up everything that cannot go without saying. We are, you guys know, we love to give you our most authentic selves. We're all about the realest, rawest combo. And these episodes are going to be kind of the behind the scenes of Goes Without Saying. The realest, darkest, deepest, most authentic chats possible. So stay tuned. Pretty exciting, pretty heavy, yeah. pretty raw. Let's get into it. For this doesn't go without saying. Keep our secrets. I think both of us have kind of been itching to like get everybody up to speed. It's quite jarring, like knowing that people can just like go back and listen to an episode from September. Mm. And it's like, wait, no, 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 let me introduce myself. Like, <sighs> let's all get acquainted with one another. And just, I mean, there's, I feel like every week we feel like new people. So it's just like constantly trying to outpace ourselves of running everyone back up to speed of like filling everyone in, bringing like the, the hot takes. Yeah. Like I just ignore everything I said in November. That was bullshit. Yeah. Um, everything I said, just discount yeah, it. Yeah. Totally new views now. But people are dying to know um, where you've been, what hard thing yeah. you had to do. What's the hard thing? What's the hard thing they're all saying? Because um, Wing put on the story saying she was doing a hard thing. <laughs> yeah. Weird that I did that as well. I really recorded it. I really pre-recorded an Instagram story, which is bizarre. I wasn't expecting it. No, I wasn't. I really wasn't <laughs> expecting it. Because you were like, right, I've, re- I've, I've got a video ready to go. Um, I'm just going to put it up. And it was like, I'm doing a... I was like, oh God, she's, go- she's going public. <laughs> I see what's going on. Oh, right. You didn't know I was going to do that. Well, mm. I kind of... Um, so just to clarify, if you're really confused, let's really get you up to speed. Yeah, yeah. In the last episode, we were saying thank you so much because in the episode before that, we'd had a week off because I was having a breakdown, etc. And we just both like to have time to reflect so that we can come back and give you what we hope is a decent episode every week um but I wanted to say on the story specifically that I was really really grateful for everyone who sent in messages and I said and I almost couldn't ignore what I was doing that day because it was so massive and also I like I don't want to be vague with you lot like I I like having everyone be in the loop because I really feel like the honestly the BTS army I really feel the army like I really (laughs) feel the GWS army the S 
and double you army. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really do though. Do you get what I mean? Oh, for sure. I feel like, especially with what you were doing, it's like you had a, a squad behind you and you needed it that day. Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let me just squash the, squash the rumours. Um, Because also I don't want to be vague. And I feel like... No, so annoying. I'm at a point where... I mean, it was funny. Last night I was... I like read a message out to my boyfriend, which I keep doing, which is like, God, I don't know what you're going to do when we're Kylie Jenner, because <laughs> like I go on and on. I'm like, look at this person being so cute. Look at what this person said, blah, blah, blah. People were just being so nice. And we, my boyfriend and I were laughing at like, he, he kind of said, not like um, they don't, like in reality, you don't see like how kind of worthless Sefi <laughs> and I are. But like in reality, like, it's funny that you guys have a perception of us, which is true. But I mean, you would, wouldn't you? But it's funny that we just have perceptions of other human beings based on what Mm. we see. When, like, for my boyfriend, from his perspective, it's like, he feels like everyone gets a really small part of me. If You do get a small part of us both, but you do get a very intimate hour, a very real hour of us every week. And speaking about, like, what happened on Monday, which I'll get into, it's like, at this point, you lot do know potentially more about me than other people close to me know. Like, for sure. For sure. We really do let you in. Because you're hearing internal monologues almost. Also, you're not hearing my conversation with um, kind of my lecturer at uni. You're hearing a conversation with Wing, which is much more open than I care to be with the fucking stranger on the bus. I mean, you do know things. Like, for example, me talking about autism, it's like, yeah, no, some of my closest, closest friends don't know that because they don't listen to the podcast. Rude. (laughs) So (laughs) rude. It's like, no, because I feel comfortable to share that on here, but... I mean, you are getting an insight. Yeah. And I and I wanted to properly explain, obviously, everything that's been going on and including what I was up to on Monday. But I was saying to Sophie, I feel like the podcast episodes are so much safer than like an Instagram story. Like I've got kind of 58 minutes of padding on either side to like secure me. Like statistically, you're probably not hearing this. Like if you're hearing this kind of against all odds, like what are the chances that you would be hearing me speak right now? So in the last episode, I said that I'd kind of come to a bit of a boy point in my therapy with complex PTSD um, which is kind of has kind of manifested from quite bizarre just like absolutely wild childhood trauma Mm -hmm. to give you the quick kind of here's what you missed on Glee (laughs) here's what you missed on Glee I I um, had a great, but also like, but how great is anyone's childhood? But I had like a fine childhood, being an only child up until a certain age. Um, my childhood took a bit of a turn. Quite a U-turn. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, it absolutely took a U-turn. It took a turn straight down to the depths of hell. But I was in a um, a situation that was traumatic and kind of heartbreaking and also unsafe for like a child and a teenager due to kind of just like in the care, the care that I was under and it was allowed by one of my parents one of my parents essentially just allowed for it to happen which was a big part of it to be honest like there was a a man in my life who I think shouldn't have been in my life or shouldn't have been allowed to say or do the things that he did to a child me Mm. and my parent who you know with them just let it let it happen or you know the optics of a child if you if it's continuing and your parent is kind of with them just letting it be whether or not they're having arguments or whatever yeah. the optics of it is it's being allowed by your parent and I mean god there's like religion involved I mean it's a whole thing but on Monday I 
I, it's kind it's kind of homecoming it was kind of um Shivers. facing your abuser for the first time as an adult situation everyone's kind of holding hands right now for sure everyone's kind of sending you vibes well i'm i'm kind of holding everyone's hands not letting you leave <laughs> i'm like stay listen to the drama oh we're dying to hear don't go i really do th- i mean it went well honestly and i really do think it went well largely because look i have to say sefi has just been <laughs> so amazing like i can't even i didn't think you... oh. no honestly i'm gonna cry <laughs> so, i'm just so so fucking proud of you god I'm... <laughs> i literally am so proud of you like what a fucking day that was yeah. to go and face this person and basically honor your childhood self and explain to them how they fucked up with you yeah it's not an easy fucking task and you did it and fuck i'm so fucking proud of you well i really did it thanks to your support honestly like guys i can't even tell you if you think you've spent hours going over my trauma with me sefi has really put in the work to like come to me every day like we're writing out fucking notes together about like what i do and don't say and although i did fuck it up because we scheduled this like facetime right right we're going to talk about it through and i i wanted a little snack and there were some weed brownies in my freezer i thought i just have one it probably won't affect me i was so stoned throughout the whole thing Honestly, substance abuser over here. I really am these days. It's becoming an issue. But my housemate's a real baker, but she's been away. So me and my other housemate just did weed brownies and I'm kind of using them as substitute for like cookies. (laughs) But I love that you thought they were just going to be like a little brownie. You're like, they're not strong at all. I was thinking, Jesus, like... I don't have a cup of tea. Weed brownies fuck me up. And I was fucked. I would be fucked. And yeah, you were. Honestly, it was like your deepest, darkest trauma. And honestly, it was blurry around the edges. Like, write down this. I've got an idea. That was exactly what I needed. It was exactly what I needed. Kind of, um, you came to me in a mirage. Like, it was kind of this mellow, hallucinate, like, kind of bizarre figure. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, we've got this. Yeah. It was everything I needed. And, gen- like, I, I really, I know I keep going on about it, but I, I can't even say how nice it is to have people who listen be like even like minutely invested in whatever I was up to that day and I really really felt just like I wasn't alone in that situation just like it's okay Mm. I can do it we're all rooting for each other it was just very just the best and my highlight that I will share it went well but my highlight was I saw that man I'm grinning this this is um, (laughs) this is the pivotal moment my I just said this is my favorite moment in Erin's life to date (laughs) my personal favorite as i was leaving it's like i was kind of leaving i was getting in my car and i look back i was like looking at him sat at the door and i thought i'm really looking at him like you're a small man you are nothing like you are meaningless i thought god i thought you were a big fucking scary giant i thought you were a monster i thought you were a big bad wolf but no you're just like a little shrimp you're meaningless you're nothing. Yeah. Your presence is irrelevant. You are a tiny man and I am a grown woman. Why oh. I I think it's my favourite trope in life. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite narrative of the little girls who were treated badly. They all grew up. They're all women now and they can look the men in the fucking eyes and go, I know we were both yeah. there. We were both in that room. 
and I know what you did. Well, what are you going to do now? Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember what you did. You didn't burn all the evidence. I remember. It's like you didn't do that into a vacuum. You didn't do that to a um, a little teddy bear. You didn't scream at a teddy bear. You screamed at me and I'm looking at you. No, you did it to me. Yeah, wrong fucking person. Your fatal mistake. <laughs> Your fatal mistake. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about you on my podcast. Mm. But anyway, that's what's been up with me. That's kind of what I'm... Someone, well, quite a few people asked what we've been working through in therapy. Sefi, we've both been working on this in therapy. <laughs> but this is kind of what is going on with me. And I think it's just, it's honestly turning point after turning point. When I kept saying I'm going to turn up every Monday as a new bitch... Okay, now the new bitches were coming into the final form. Like, yeah. I'm, f- I'm, I really owned. You closed a chapter. The story. It's like, I'm comfortable. Yeah, I closed a chapter, and it's like, I mean, I was on the way there, thinking, did I make this up? Yeah, gaslighting yourself. Yeah, g- gaslighting myself the way that society would gaslight. Like society would gaslight you. <laughs> Iconic line. Hell yeah! Who came up with that genius quote? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just, I feel so grateful to have. To have you, Sefi, and to have my friends and to have people listening, I feel like, even irrespective of this situation, I know lots of you feel seen by this podcast. You feel a connection with us. Mm. I just want to say we feel it too. Like, it's very mutual. We feel it back, yeah. We feel it bad. Big time. (laughs) Big time. Two-way street, baby. So, yeah, what about you, Sefi? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? I love how yours is, like, facing childhood demons, closing chapters. I've kind of been, like, (laughs) just been quite stoned the whole week like kind of <laughs> just been doing yoga been wa- working my way through those brownies oh my god do we send in an intervention honestly i well i think i'm having fun i am having fun <laughs> it's kind of um, when the fun stops stop, stop. <laughs> yeah well what am i doing um i got some new bikinis that was fun um, oh yeah talk us through this if you wouldn't mind talk it talk you through it are you stoned right now <laughs> Uh, uh, when did this microphone get here? <laughs> what What am I doing? As in what I was saying to you about the bikinis yesterday. Well, yeah, spoiler, but yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, go on. In full detail. Well, we're recording on Body Image next week, I believe. Or it's in... Yeah. There's a conversation on Body Image that's bubbling between the two of us. And I think we're going to discuss it at some point. <laughs> God, it's bubbling away. Bubbling under the surface. It needs to be discussed. Nice. This actually ties into the question of what have I been working on in therapy? I'm not, I'm not actually in an active mm. stage of therapy right now, which I find fucking wish I was but it's so fucking expensive Mm -hmm. but I think as soon as I can get back in it so any sponsors out there please god (laughs) please I'm begging you I'm I'm fucking begging (laughs) she's getting stoned every day Squarespace I speak directly to you audible I now speak directly to you I need it But I ordered some bikinis because I'm going to a spa, which is oh, yeah. which is so random. I'm going to a spa, which I have don't think I've only been to a spa once in my life, and also in COVID times it kind of is stressing me out. But I've got to go, and it's. I think it will probably be one of the cleanest, safest spaces to be, right? Well, well I'm really nervous for it, but I'm also just like, what are you nervous about? It just feels wrong. It just feels completely wrong in a COVID sense. Yeah, it mm. feels completely inappropriate, almost inappropriate, like tone deaf. Like, are we joking? <laughs> are you joking right now? Read the room. <laughs> Uh, you looked around. No, I think it's fine. I think um, when you say a spa, surely they're not gonna—they won't have that many people, like that sort of thing. No, it's not like because it, it's it's bath spa. If anyone knows bath spa, oh, like bath spa the uni. Shout out to all the students listening. Shout out, but this is actually the the baths of it. So it's like open air vibes, and yeah, they're not, they're not doing the steam rooms. But I don't know. But I'm tr- I'm I'm nervous just from a COVID perspective. Not even of getting it 
one, I feel, I feel nervous just because it feels wrong and it just feels like, huh? But two, I feel kind of stressed about it because it's like body image, bikini times, which I think part of my fear, one of my New Year's resolutions was to take a bikini pick. One of the things on my list. I've never seen you in a bikini. You wouldn't have. You absolutely wouldn't have. I don't think you've ever seen me in a bikini, actually, though. Oh, but did you not used to wear bikinis, um, is that what you're saying? But not like regularly. I, w- I would wear a bikini, but I would feel absolutely dreadful in it. Like, I would feel absolutely dreadful. But then it's like, I think yeah. throughout my life, I kind of feel have felt dreadful just in my own skin, body, generally. In, in this life, generally. <laughs> in a human form, generally. Fuck. Um, but I was just like, fuck, okay, I'm just going to get some bikinis that I actually like. So I got some that mm-hmm. I actually like and they're, they're nice bikini sort of thing. But it's still just like the process of trying them on. It's like, oh my God, someone fucking hands me a gun. Like this is yeah. awful. This is an awful experience. Did you go into it thinking it was going to be awful? Did you yeah. go into it thinking it was going to be liberating? Like no. what What were you thinking? <laughs> were you nervous for them to arrive? That sort of thing. Wasn't nervous for them to arrive, but I I just knew what it was going to be. It's, it, it's, ju- it's such a confronting thing to be looking at essentially your naked body in a mirror which also I am so different to how I used to be I think it's not even how I feel about my body now but it's almost I have all of the kind of build up of how I used to feel about trying on bikinis Mm -hmm. and trying on like underwear from when I was 14 and kind of my body dysmorphia was at its peak oh I I hate it but yeah no I I kind of had this thing so I tried them on I was like oh I I think I look good in there Mm -hmm. too right I think I look good well that's the thing but then I was saying to you on the phone it's like I'm having a thing at the moment where I'm not sure yeah whether I'm like losing weight or I'm just seeing my body for what it has always been. You're just seeing your body differently now, yeah. Because I've always been the same size and I've always been um, relatively slim, but have always seen myself, like I've always fitted into small sizes, but the way I've always seen myself is, I have body dysmorphia basically, I've always seen myself as like a huge person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it even goes in with height as well. Like I'm a very, very short person, but I see myself as like six foot five. <laughs> like it's quite absurd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but five is mental but i kind of think we're probably the same height even though i know we have measured each other and it, it's not i true. mean it's objectively false i'm like i'm a, i'm above average and you are <laughs> below average. like there's a whole demographic of young women between us like if we were getting our school photo taken you'd be miles away i wouldn't be able to get to you <laughs> i love that you think you're tall because i i think i think it's a nice thing in the sense of i think you've said before like you feel like you have a tall personality like mm. you've got a big personality kind of thing but i think i i think i've got kind of big dick energy kind of i'm just big energy <laughs> in my mind yeah that's when i find it jarring when i look in the mirror and it's a very small person and then what i also also see is kind of I don't see it anymore but when when I used to look in the mirror I used to see something that I didn't like as like oh my god I'm um kind of too big too too ever too taking up too much space even though what is literally standing there is someone that isn't but I don't know I actually think I had quite a positive experience with I think yoga has been changing my mind about my body so much mm-hmm. um and all the stuff in therapy but it's it was just a, one of those weird things where I was like I don't know whether I'm seeing myself for the first time with accurate eyes at the moment yeah either I'm kind of rapidly losing so much weight which kind of I know I'm not <laughs> I'd be worried it's like you're eating nothing but weed brownies yeah, and drunk every day and you're losing weight rapidly it's like I'm it's alarming concerned <laughs> yeah concerned yeah which isn't the case or I'm seeing myself and being like, oh, okay, like, you're not big. 
Huh? Yeah. Or just kind of, and these are, this is just what my body looks like. It's just a body. It's just a weird time, really. So yeah, I mean, that's what's been going on. But it's not even, I don't know. I think we'll get into more stuff in the body image episode, but it's kind of, yeah. it's just, it's, I feel like being in a body is just a weird fucking place to be. It's like, huh? It is, yeah. It's not like a, um, it's not like a machine, like a car, and kind of there's a set kind of tone and there's a set machinery and. Or is that I thought I was kind of an astral spirit? Yeah. Like I thought I was kind of an essence of a soul. Yeah. Yeah. It's the weed talking. Yeah. But no. I'm tied down to this, like, huh? Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm just rewiring. I'm just, I think throughout my whole life, I think I've kind of got to a point where I've accepted it's like a lifelong fucking journey, which is yeah. so depressing. Like, I can't be fucking bothered. But, but also amazing. Yeah. Because I think even you saying about like, you're going to get bikinis that you like. I remember saying to you, like when we first were recording these episodes, like, um, like filming them, like I was saying to you, like the way that you look it's a shame that you're going to allow the way that you look to hold you back. Not that I'm like patron, like that sounds patronizing or like, or like, I don't get it. Like, mm. but I just mean, it, it's just frustrating to not allow yourself the fun things that you want, like not allow yourself the fun in the bikini or not allow yourself to be on camera because you feel like you just need to quickly sort this out and then I can be on camera. I just need to quickly do this, quickly lose this weight and then I'll look. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if I don't eat for a week, then I can um, wear this dress yeah. or then I can be on camera then I can do but it's actually like no but what if you don't need to not eat for a week what if you can yeah why why isn't who you are naturally now good enough acceptable yeah I agree yeah, yeah I agree why are you not worthy of the things that you want to do you absolutely are it's just fucked but that's the thing I can intellectualize that I think I've always had that if I can intellectualize it like why at the beach I'm at the beach this should be the best fucking time why am I so miserable but it's so fucking hard because it's like wired in from something yeah from just a teenage time spent like obsessed with like magazines and like weight loss weight loss weight loss the whole time but it fucks things up because you you lose your grip on reality I think that Mm -hmm. is I think that is my main thing with body image I have never known what I look like I've never known because I've always been told like you have an image of yourself that is completely off like you're you don't see yourself accurately and also I guess kind of even with autism it's like my image of Mm. the world is off according to everyone yeah. everyone sort of thing anyway it's like just slightly not it or just slightly different I guess not maybe wrong but essentially slightly wrong but I think that's the thing I've never known what I look like or I've never known how I like appear in the world and then I think when I was trying on these bikinis I was like wait am I kind of seeing it like I, it, it was just a bit of a weird it was a different moment because I've never really thought that I'm seeing reality in that way but I don't know if this makes sense maybe it's just you you don't mind what you see for the first time I think it makes perfect sense of like maybe you've always been able to see you just had a deep Mm. rooted hatred like that is so it's like you can't stomach what you're seeing it's so weird which is so damaging it's hard to carry that with you in in your life it's hard to wake up and take that with you throughout the day and then like perform you know perform in work perform in life perform in your relationships when you're carrying like that that with you it's heavy it's weird it's so weird like i I, it's one of those things it's like you would think after years and years and years you would have some kind of grip on it and I think my I'm changing my mind all the time but I still just don't know at all so yeah Squarespace hit us up if you want to work with us and pay for my therapy (laughs) well it's also kind of trusting yourself etc that's a real um a theme at the moment it is big time but I mean that's what we've been up to hey body image episode coming yeah can't wait 
Um, I wanted to do this one just to lighten the mood. Uh-huh. No, don't lighten the mood. <laughs> I've had to write them down on pe- a piece of paper. <laughs> Honestly, like a little kind of by pigeon carrier. It's been sent over to you. Message in a bottle. Message in a bottle has come over to me that says, fuck, marry... <laughs> it says, fuck. <laughs> it says, fuck, marry, kill. Harry Styles, Jim Carrey and each other. And I love a fuck, marry, kill slash what I call kill, kiss or marry because I'm PG. PC. Yeah. Oh yeah, P- PG, not PC. I'm PG. You're rated you. Who would you fuck, marry, kill? Jim Carrey, Harry Styles, Al or me? To kill somebody is is so extreme. Like if we're taking it like that, to kill mm. somebody is, is wild. It's Harry for me. <laughs> if I'm going to kill someone, I need to be able to say, Sefi, I've just killed someone. So I'm not killing you for sure. No, no, no. I think I'm killing Jim. You're killing Harry. I'm killing Harry. I'm... Ma- I'm... No, go on. Oof. I guess I have to marry you because I don't particularly want to kiss you. Oh, we're not fucking. Oh, no, it's it's fuck. Well, that's the thing. So I think I'm fucking Jim, marrying you, killing Harry. Yeah, fair enough. But I also w- kind of want to marry Jim. I don't think I want to marry the person that killed Harry Styles. It's like, what, yeah, we're going to be yeah. fucking... We're like um, rebels. We're like outcasts. We're going to have to... You've got issues all of a sudden. It's like, right, okay, we've got to move. You've got the fight of your life ahead of you. We're in hiding. We can't do the pod anymore, that's for sure. But how can we be authentic when you've killed Harry Styles? It's like, God, better not bring him it's up. It's pretty bad. He's popping off in the Discord every week. It's like, shit, I can't... That's worst case scenario. You've killed Harry, Harry Styles. <laughs> it's like suddenly you're outlaws. It's how like... did you manage that? <laughs> Fucking hell. You killed him. Who? Harry who? Har- Prince Harry. No, no, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. It's like, fuck, worst case scenario. What? That's bad. It's like, literally, did Zane put you up to this? So bad. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm killing Jim for sure. Are you? Yeah, because he's the oldest, so it's only fair. True. He's pretty fit though. Oh, I, that's kind of. I really. He is, but I hate that narrative of like. He's old, so he can die. Obviously, I hate the narrative that we've had with COVID of like, yeah. oh, the old people, like the sick people, they can go anywhere. It's like Jesus Christ, we are fucked as a society. Like that's the yeah. worst thing I've ever heard. But when it comes to fuck, marry, kill, Harry Styles, mm. Jim Carrey, and Seffy, Jim's gone. Listen, compromises have to be made, and Jim, it's not looking good. <laughs> He's a goner. I mean, I would. I, uh, yeah. Look, it's between Harry and Jim. I think I'm. I'm veering. Veering is that word? I'm, I'm edging towards choosing Jim over Harry. What to fuck? To fuck. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. That's insane, I think. Harry's obviously so fit, but it's kind of Jim Carrey. <laughs> Do you hear yourself right now? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear what you just don't go Harry's together. Harry's is so fit, but like, Jim Carrey. It's like, are you... Are you thinking straight? What's going on here? Like, are you thinking of the right person? <laughs> I think that would be a very fun time. There would be characters involved. Oh, God. Okay, well, that's all I need to hear. I've heard just <laughs> about be enough, doing thank jokes. you. <laughs> I didn't ask for the details. Be method acting. That's gr- as who? The Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> the Grinch. Truman. It's like, what did, what's his character? He's like chewing on glass. Oh my God. The Grinch is so, that's so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> it's kind of your Cindy Lou Who. No, that's fucked. What? Are, dumb and Dumber? Where, what else has he been in? Uh, liar Liar? Is that a film? Liar. liar. <laughs> um, yes Man or whatever it's called. Yes Man. <laughs> I want you to method act as yes, your character in Yes Man. Like nondescript character. <laughs> it's essentially just like man. Basic man. It's kind of Jim Carrey. In the 90s, like early 2000s. <laughs> yeah. I want you to, I want you to act as your character from Liar Liar. <laughs> Oh my god! Like what? It's like kind of just your everyday, everyday gym. Just like put on your normal clothes. Like gym, just wear what you're wearing that day. Like that could be your costume. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but I can we do some more um fuck Mary kills? All right, go on then, off the top of your head, yeah. Just kind of if I give you like Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, and Draco, like what are you doing, for example, in that? I'm killing Draco for the greater good. God, okay. Sorry. God, didn't see that coming. It's got to be done. Like, realistically, who do I trust? No, but fuck Draco. But if I'm trying to leave the world a better place. Sure. No, but, no you're not. You're not. No, no, but <laughs> you're trying to make your life a funner place. <laughs> I am, though. You've not got the weight on your shoulders in this scenario. I Oh, I do. I do. I'm, I'm killing Draco for sure. And I'm going to marry Harry. And I'll have to fuck Ron, even though Harry won't like that. God, that... I don't want to have sex with Draco he's evil I think that <laughs> evil he is evil he is evil I think that's the opposite of what I would have chosen I think it's the opposite of what you would have chosen as well because you're kind of Voldemort reincarnate <laughs> I would kill Harry fuck Draco marry Ron easily in a heartbeat yeah I see that I I see it for you I love it for you mm. to me sex with Draco wouldn't be enjoyable because it's just like, I don't trust you. Like, you probably don't respect me. Like, yeah. I need some respect from you. It's like, that's I'm going to be degraded and I'm not into that. It's like, I'm degrading you, you little kind of bleached out weasel. I don't think he would. No, I think Draco's got the sense of like... <laughs> it's also like, Erin, that's like... Yeah, bleached out weasel. <laughs> Literally like, that's kind of a 14 year old. Like, shut your mouth. Like, what am I saying? <laughs> it's like, I've got beef with a 12 year old. <laughs> I'll never forgive you for what you did to Harry. But I think Draco, he isn't mean in that way. Like, he he is, but he he has the sensitive soul. 
I think he would get into quite a bit. Like, I reckon he'd be a bit of a crier almost. I, I'm punching him in the face. I'm doing a, that felt good. I'm not having sex with him saying, that felt good. <laughs> you foully and loathsome evil little, evil little cockroach. <laughs> evil little cockroach, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to play a quick game of that. Okay, would well, you want to do another one? I know you love it. I love it. I love um the crushes of life. What about fuck, marry, kill? I'm joking. I was no, no. That was listeners. I don't know if that's going in. It's getting beeped, obviously. Getting beeped the fuck out of that. It goes out saying we don't want to kill anyone, any of you. We want to fucking marry all of you. No, it's just marry, 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 marry. Fuck, marry, kill. Shrek, Fiona, Lord Farquaad. Oh God. Oh goodness. Oh well, I'm killing Lord Fa- Lord Farquaad. How do you say it, Lord? <laughs> his name lord farquad you're gonna say like kumquat <laughs> yeah that's why i was saying like lord kumquat um i'm killing him obviously goes without saying goes without saying well i'm not marrying all fucking that guy i'm fucking fiona marrying shrek you're gonna marry shrek yeah. i'm gonna marry fiona really oh i don't want to fuck shrek but i will do it for the sake of marrying fiona yeah. i'd fuck shrek would you? <laughs> I'd fuck Shrek. As a human. Shrek in human form. Not, no. not human <laughs> I found a Shrek. No, no, no. <laughs> ogre green Shrek. But Fiona's ogre as well. Okay, well then I'm marrying fucking human Fiona. No, but I'm fucking human Fiona and I'm marrying human Shrek. When she's doing her lovely little singing voice or whatever you said. <laughs> the reels really come back to haunt us because we hear them on loops so often oh i hear them over and over and over wing edits them and christ i mean what a, what a process that must be boy do they go over and over okay this question i really liked someone said tell me how i start living this life that i pretend that i have and i just thought what a fascinating subject to be honest mm. kind of could do a whole episode on it just for the fact that i was thinking when i first saw that question i was thinking okay but to what extent do you not have the life that you pretend that you have because Ooh, i love that if you're going through the motions of the performance of the life that you're pretending that you have or you're kind of trying to recreate the moments of the life that you want how much is that not real then so say i want my life to be i wake up i have therapy i record i get some work done i go for dinner that's your day that's my day yeah <laughs> spoiler that's my day but it's like i could either be like fuck but i don't have any money right now fuck but i've worked all this shit right now like oh and i look shit and i don't have this and i don't have this it's like i'm not saying it's all your perception because life is shit. I'll be the first to say it. Life is fucking hard. But it's kind of what I was saying earlier about recording the reels or whatever with Sefi. It's like, at what point do we start enjoying what we've got? Because I've done it before where I look back and think, fuck, I could have really been enjoying that time, but I was too busy stressed. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that time wasn't perfect. And I know hindsight is rose tinted, but there are moments that you can enjoy it. I'm sure there are moments in your life where... What does your pretending look like? If your pretending looks like when you're going for fucking dinner with your friend or your pretending looks like buying a new outfit and you love the way you look in it, why is that? Why does that have to be pretend? I love this, yeah. If you can switch something in your mind that allows you to enjoy it, 
then you'll be living the life that you are pretending that you have. You'll be living it. You won't be pretending anymore. I saw a meme. <laughs> We're so cultured. I saw a meme. So I was doing a bit of light reading. It was a meme. <laughs> light reading on the internet. Um, It said like, oh, I can't remember how it was saying, but it was basically saying like, rather than have this image of your dream life in the future where you will be like, oh my God, I can be basically, I don't know. I'm just going to do my own dream life. Kind of, you it. live on a farm, you have loads of animals, you're surrounded by cows, you're surrounded by chickens and like everything. Like, oh my God, it's so perfect. I like am so one with nature. Oh my God, it will be so perfect when it gets to that. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of what tangible ways can you bring in that into your reality of your life? Because in reality, you can have this kind of fantasy of what you want in your life. It could be, oh my God, I'm the highest price flying businesswoman in the world i'm a ceo of my own company blah 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 blah. i go to lunches with all these people what ways can you bring things like like that into your life now and i think god heavy meme yeah i know it was a heavy meme (laughs) (laughs) you got all that from a meme jesus yeah no it was like wordy and wordy meme amazing um it was quite a spiritual meme (laughs) oh i love it send it my way yeah i'll try and find it i'll put it on the story if i can find it because the things you're seeking aren't actually you're not actually seeking to be surrounded by cows blah blah blah. you're seeking a connection with um life yeah or you're not actually seeking a business meeting lunch with an investor you're not actually seeking that you're seeking the feelings of success and like oh i'm on top of this feeling you're not actually seeking these individual things yeah you're looking for the feelings that those things give you so what ways what can you actually tangibly do that will bring that into your life now and there are so many fucking things there, there are so many ways you can bring that in. Uh, what a great podcast this is, honestly. Yeah, it fucking, it's fucking good. It's all from a meme. Take it away, Sophie. That was great. But it's so fucking true. You're, yeah, it's like those um, moments or like those ideas of experiences that you have are kind of interchangeable. It's the feeling. It's kind of what you were saying in the last episode. That those moments are interchangeable. It's the feeling of desiring love. It's yeah. wanting to be seen and accepted and loved that is the one thing that you actually want. And you can... Everything you once desired from others, give it, give it to, to yourself, yourself right now. now. I'm giving you permission. Give it to yourself now. It's like whatever you're doing today, I'm now giving you permission to enjoy it a bit more than you might have. And I'm not saying life's not hard and I'm not saying life's not shit and I'm not saying that class and race and gender and all of these things don't feed into the kind of reductive view that we all are being fed on like happiness and Mm. positivity and success and all of those things but there are certain ways that we can hold ourselves accountable and there are certain choices that we can make to relieve ourselves of the stress that we're putting ourselves under the pressure that we're putting on ourselves because often most of I mean from from my perspective it's like yeah life can be shit sometimes life throws things at me but I'm not going to lie to you, the majority of the time, I create things in my mind. Like, yeah. I will make things much more of a problem than they need to be. And I end up looking back thinking, oh, last week really wasn't that bad on paper. And that's not to say that your emotions, bad emotions aren't real. It's just they don't have to be so consuming. You can find, like, those light moments where you're at one with nature, for example, like Sefi wants to be. <laughs> In in your everyday life. When you're riding a unicorn over marshmallow clouds. It's going to be God. No, it sounds great. But also it's like, spoiler alert, you may never get there. Mm-hmm. It might never look like that. You're searching for a life that realistically you might mm-hmm. never get there. 
none of us know how long we're gonna live God, none of us wood. know what the fuck is gonna happen yeah touching all the wood available i want long and fruitful lives for all of us but we don't fucking know anything can happen i mean i think covid really proved it's like look, our structures that we exist under are unstable fundamentally they are unstable mm-hmm. all the things that we think of as like oh yeah we've got that in the bank like i'm paying this into my pension it's like mate you at fucking 70 is a different person to you now. You're going to live to see your pension. Wow. That's a commitment. Yeah. Wow. God. Or like, oh, you think pensions will still exist? Okay. Oh God. You've got a lot of hope for society. But you don't want to commit to one girl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Interesting times. <laughs> yeah. But you might never get there. So I think, I'm. well, I'm reading, I'm nearly done. I'm, I'm going to finish it today. I'm on the last like three yeah, pages of this book. Eckhart Tolle, yeah, A New Earth. I've been reading it fucking ages. Honestly, slowest reader. I did English at uni. I'm the slowest reader around. I love hearing your findings though. I feel like you're really savouring it. I really am. Every single page has highlights and notes on. Like it is one of the most amazing books i've ever read it's called if you didn't hear that harry it's <laughs> a new earth by eckhart toll we now speak directly to you directly to you it is amazing i'm kind of working my way through like oprah's book club books <laughs> and then i fucking ordered one and caitlin jenner's fucking biography arrived oh, instead yeah. how bizarre well i literally ordered a book about death row it sounds amazing it's about this guy that like it's called the sun does shine or something like that and it's like about this guy oh, yeah, that yeah. is on death row and he finds like freedom and love in life on death row amazing thought that was arriving was so excited fucking caitlin jenner's biography arrives it's like, are you joking what are the chances it's kind it really is the the devil works hard but chris jenner works harder not yeah. that chris jenner wants caitlin's book to be going around but but, but it's a good joke yeah, you yeah. get what i mean the kardashian propaganda just doesn't die it's a joke but in this book oh my god in not caitlin jenner's book in a new earth by a cartel <laughs> um it the whole thing is insane it's insane it's changed my mind about so much but it was he was talking about um how we view the present moment in this society as like a means to an end like if i can just mm-hmm. do this in this moment then in the next moment i can be happy then in, in a week i can be happy then in um a, in a month i'll be happy when i'm 30 i'll be happy and it's like you're viewing your life as this um thing you can work through to get something thing that you're trying to get to yeah but it's like no, no you're, you're in, in it now. now you're in it yeah you're literally in it in it <laughs> you're in it in it i used to say in it and i stopped myself saying in it i've said that before anyway in it yeah in it no just there's there's another quote that i love so much i think it's kind of everything yeah go on you want to desire from others give it to yourself now oh let us hear it share it okay well let me get my notes up i've written it in my notes because i don't want to butcher it at all yeah don't butcher it oh my god it's so fucking good okay so first of all this isn't it but this just relates to what we were just saying <laughs> so many notes here. yeah go on so relates to it it says do you want the present moment to be your friend or your enemy so oh, fucking I remember true. you said that to me already i love it this present moment now yeah. do you want it to be your friend or your enemy so fucking good but that wasn't the one this is the one whatever you think the world is withholding from you is what you're withholding from the world yeah you told me this one too Shivers. yeah it is good that is amazing whatever you think the world is withholding from you is what you're withholding from the world yeah fuck well i feel like i'm not getting enough of this i'm not getting enough of it. it's because you're not giving that out but last year last year I had 37 last year yeah, yeah your dudley special day yeah and it's it's never going to be dudley special day if you don't kind of stop being an asshole yeah to yourself i was gonna say like how many of us now when you were saying like you know your life might never be that it's like how many of us can say i'm sure lots of us can say that your life you know you or you've had a moment in life where 
it didn't go how you thought it was going to go. It didn't go to plan, for example, or it took a different turn, mm. but it felt good. Yeah. You were happy in that moment and it wasn't what you expected or what you planned for or what you were hoping for. It didn't come out exactly how you were thinking, but it, was but it worked. It worked out. Yeah. So many, I think we've said this in episodes before, but I know we have because I really, really truly believe this, that all of the best things in my life I didn't plan or they happened kind of in spite of my plans. I just walked right in. Yeah. I made room for myself in your life. All the things when I've been working with kind of desperation of, oh my God, I need this thing. If I just work that out and I can um, kind of bring A to B together and then I'm in connecting all the wires and it should work out perfectly. All of that goes to shit, always. None of it ever works. They're fickle. Yeah, it's nothing. But every time that I scrap the plan and live in the moment, I'm, I'm friends with the present moment. I don't make it my enemy. Then amazing shit happens this podcast is hosted by sefi wing and the present moment our new friend <laughs> our newest friend is the, the present, present moment, moment. everyone's coming like, <laughs> fucking hell we just get worse oh, and worse we do people were asking about our religious beliefs our experiences with religion mm. if we're spiritual blah 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 wait can i ask you a question mm. <laughs> no <laughs> in a Q&A yes <laughs> imagine you're like no I'd rather you didn't <laughs> were you like how did you think about religion growing up like as a kid I was raised like hard atheist like it wasn't just like we're agnostic like we don't believe in anything um it was like god does not exist like <laughs> we are hard science vibes here because oh, yeah. it's kind of their archae- my parents are archaeologists like a bit of science people i don't know they were a bit like i don't know um but i remember there was one bit where i was like to my mum, you know when you're a kid and you kind of believe in god and i was a bit like please like i'm really scared god doesn't i'm i was I remember wow. crying to me i'm scared god exists and you don't believe in god so you're gonna yeah Um, a valid fear honestly (laughs) that you get a bit christian out of fear but i remember my mum doing a crazy thing in the kitchen she like threw her arms up and she's like if you're there strike me down (laughs) i was crying (laughs) she did a jim carrey strike me (laughs) smite me almighty slider (laughs) (laughs) she fully did a jim carrey on you fully jim maybe that's why i love feel so at home with jim that's where the love was born you kind of think he's your mum yeah that's quite I'm like mummy Jim but you want to have sex with him that's like oh yeah let's get out of it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah suddenly it's Freudian yeah but she was like strike me down then and I was like no (laughs) and then nothing happened obviously so I was like oh it can't be real then can't be real but maybe he is real and or she is real and she was listening to you saying no no but then she decided to kill a load of children so well I think I've become more um spiritual as I've develop my own thing because my family aren't spiritual at all they're all hard still hardcore atheists my dad's a bit they think you're nerds my dad's not actually but it, i'm kind of the nut the nutter like i'm the only one that believes in ghosts out of the family like, i'm the nutter of yeah the, i'm the lunatic for sure what about you well uh, it's i don't know i feel like i'm taking it to a to a dark place as usual yeah yeah well i knew it was gonna go here so let's take it not that i want to take it to a really dark place but i just kind of want to i don't know let me think like what am i trying to say i mean you've got a complex relationship with religion you would yeah i do i have a complex relationship with religion not that i was raised particularly um, I was going to say Ray's particularly particularly delicious, I was going to so say. So delicious. Honestly, delicious. Not that I was raised particularly um, religious um, up until a point, but I mean, my, my like white side of my family is pretty like Catholic, but to be honest, 
they like it was just pretty like you know i wasn't doing lent or anything i don't really know what lent is my family always made me give up tv for lent <laughs> got him. really oh you did what you did lent but they were going god doesn't exist but just as like some torturous thing yeah they'd be like yeah. it's lent so no tv for you well you really made that your brand didn't you now you're fucking like i cannot relax <laughs> yeah no honestly yeah 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 suddenly it's like if you watch one hour of tv it's like i'm the worst human being on earth but that was the sad story about when they split when my parents split up it was during lent and they let us watch half an hour of tv and we picked you've been framed (laughs) (laughs) and there was a song it was like a montage of couples and i was just there crying i'm obsessed why is that the best (laughs) honestly best time to get divorced early 2000s like in during you've been framed it's like oh god such a time wow yeah and then so like my dad's side i mean i've always had like islam in and out of my life Mm. um and religion then obviously through the trauma i don't know if you guys heard earlier i went on a bit of a speech about my trauma religion was a big part of that too um although i think uh, i'm not surprised to anyone i think bad people use religion as a scapegoat for their bad actions mm. I, d- I always find um religion is triggering for me honestly like yeah I'm, I'm, it's weird because even like i know it's eid recently i feel like there's always something going on in, with eid like whenever it's fucking like ramadan it's like there's always some sort of heartache like there's like kind of i know like in palestine it's just it's hard i i kind of i i just want to say like for all of us because i was thinking that with the black lives like with black lives matter too like it's well firstly i want to say like for people who found it triggering i hope that you take time off of social media because social media is hard anyway so like if um your religion or race is is triggering for you sometimes that's fine and go get out of here because it's kind of instagram and all like all of this shit is kind of built to fuck you up like it's not designed with your like with your race in mind basically if you're not white and i was i kind of wanted to say like not that I don't know, this is not really not a big deal, but I was just thinking earlier about sharing things or like if you think, I think it's easy for like a lot of people to kind of without thinking feel like they're sharing something to help, but you're actually sharing like a video of someone being attacked. And it's like, if that video yeah. looks like your little brother, it's hard to see and you think you're helping, but actually you're just showing kind of racially charged Violence. murder. Yeah, which is so painful for lots of people and also why is it so easy for you to detach from it which is what that was such a big part of the black lives matter discourse yeah why are white people sharing these images of with crying emojis it's like black people being murdered so casually it's not casual it's not casual and i think it is it's i think it's just easy to forget that actually you think you're helping and i'm not saying you're not helping like i'm sure you are but in just like i think we like me too hashtag me too but me as well like when i it's it's hard to remember sometimes what you're because obviously i mean there's no safe space on the internet and there shouldn't be like whatever but just even when you're going to share a video of someone being killed or whatever maybe take a second back click back a couple of pages and find like another thing that you can share that might be more helpful a different resource that might be more worthwhile for everyone because it's fucking hard yeah and maybe think about the impulse of sharing that, the mm. impulse behind sharing that because i'm sure 
often when you get to the root of it is it this performative allyship like is it that you want oh it's it this is happening and i need to share something about it's like do you yeah do you need to speak right now or do you actually need to like sit back and actually listen yeah i agree i agree i I know that wasn't what they were asking but i feel like religion is a big part of my i think about religion like all the time i think about religion and like i feel like there's so it's just interesting there are so many narratives about like traditional like the monolithic religions that i just think it's interesting to hear I think we're relatively normal but also kind of bizarre but like just normal girls talk about it because I think it stops it from being um like an obscure thing like it's I like Mm. I think main not that we're mainstream media by any sense but I just think mainstream media should be talking about autism for example like we should be talking about Islamophobia like when we're thinking about it because it stops it from being like an obscure like rarity like a marginalized yeah, thing exactly. like a thing that's kind of a dirty secret in the background yeah. yeah so religion is but i'm not i'm not religious at all but i am like i have many many a belief mm. don't get me started on my beliefs we're spiritual i would say yeah but i wouldn't even say that i'm spiritual i think i just don't like the term i think because so when i was younger i got really into like like my older cousin would like read like tarot cards and stuff like when I was like really young so he was really like a spiritualist it's like whoa this is a real thing like I really fell into that as a kid like loved it yeah so I feel like now because it's like all been like kind of gentrified and whitewashed it feels it just feels a bit wrong it's like it's not I don't know I'm not gay I can't gatekeep it I don't want to but it's just interesting isn't it like how it's changed and kind of it's just kind of it feels a bit watered down well it is it's commercialized it's now tarot cards are yeah. being designed all over the shop. Like Game of Thrones characters. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of... Which um, is stunning. I mean, the most stunning thing ever. But yeah, no, it is completely whitewashed. And it's the whole um, argument with um, smudging as well, like using sage, like burn- mm. burning sage. Yeah. It's like an indigenous practice, but then there are white girls on Instagram burning sage all over the shop. Yeah. And it's like, how far is that? um appropriate yeah it's true it's it, and it's weird to think about i know people we've been to, like Sevi and i've been talking a lot about just like making sure that we're bringing the most authentic conversation to you guys because we want the authentic conversation back and like someone said like how does it feel to be i don't know what they said they they like oh i can't remember how they put it but it was like relatively known or something it was like what was it it was like up and coming no 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 it was that someone else called us up and coming but <laughs> it was like oh i don't know what they said it was it was in this question box someone was like how, was it how do we feel to be the swamp something something in the swamp of instagram i love that one no um the, like the saints in the swamp but that was really nice yeah but it was something they basically said like how does it feel to have like a, a kind of a, a small following essentially and it's like yeah it feels weird it feels fucking strange because I, like, I'm mm. not equipped like I'm sure you lot can tell we are not equipped like we're not and that's why influencers get so hated because it's like they are just people and they end up saying the weirdest most fucked up things because you have responsibility with a platform but I just I think it's really important that we have an authentic conversation with you lot because I want you lot to be able to come to us and and speak authentically too like not that I want to be called out by you guys but I just want to have like an ongoing conversation where like if you guys have ideas and thoughts I want them to be shared like I want it to be not bullshit I want I just want to be able to have like a real honest dialogue yeah not bullshit with you guys like and pretend that 
I just, I, I'm not doing, we're not like here for a performance. I think that's the thing that's so fucked with the relationship that you're supposed to have with your following on the internet. It's kind of, you should be like, love you guys at the end of your video. Or you should be like, um, I don't know, there's this kind of thing that you're going to sell them shit or that their numbers to you in this way and you're going to, mm. you have a relationship that they provide you with some sense of identity in some way. Yeah. It's very detached, but also dependent at the same time. Like it's a really sick relationship that i think you're supposed to have with your people that follow you kind of keep them at arm's length yeah and simultaneously exploit them <laughs> yeah oh god it's bleak and i just think we're not here for that which i don't want to do no no no, no yeah, not at all not, I, the last thing i want to do is keep you at arm's length well honestly. it's it's like come right in well i also don't want you coming to my fucking house no i oh. don't i kind of <laughs> I said come right in. Well, if I, I kind of want to meet you as humans. Like, yeah. definitely com- comforty would be great. But it's also, I don't want people prying through my knicker drawer. Do you know what I mean? Like, that sort of, it's kind of, I think. Well, yeah, no. God knows what they'll find. <laughs> God knows. You'll, they'll find our um, our kind of stolen vibrators. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, we want to have a real relationship with you guys and meet you as kind of human beings on this earth. We're all here alive at the same time on this earth. What are the fucking chances? literally what are the fucking chances Mm, and i think mm. that is what i want i want to like have a real thing with real humans as a human and not be on this kind of pedestal not be judged in this like open way but also be able to communicate like freely as a human with other humans yeah freely the banana girl freely the banana girl yeah anyone want to do raw kind of the opposite of (laughs) freely the banana girl is what i want but yeah i mean i just every week i feel like we feel more and more grateful for people listening and kind of every week i feel like we're i feel more and more able to be ourselves yeah in this yeah and i feel more and more seen which is quite scary but also just like the most stunning thing on earth i think it's because you're seeing yourself yeah stunning i mean that's quite nice i just want to again take a moment to thank sefi for being the best (laughs) and just kind of i just feel like god so thousands of people would die to get to to have a fucking 10 minute combo with you i'm just like wow i i get to not only have this chat with you but just have you in my life i feel so lucky like wow like i get i get you up close and personal i feel honored well i'm throwing it right back throw it right back sort of frisbee it back boomeranged i feel Thanks. so I lucky right to know in. you so lucky to be able to it's such a treat to be able to fucking 1 30 p.m over here and i get to chat to you all day like god that's so nice like yeah. what a fucking treat stunning and what a treat for you guys to listen to this <laughs> conversation uh, audible i now speak direct directly to you, to you. <laughs> Please send us a check. The ship is sinking. <laughs> I have no food. Um, well, I hope you're all having a great week. Like, I hope it's revelation times for you. I hope it's celebration times for you. I wish I could just honestly get them by the neck and just squeeze their little heads off with a big kiss. Honestly, a big smackaroni. I kind of don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Get away from me. Do not try and kiss me. <laughs> a hug at most i would love a real convo with you honestly so much just so happy to have you guys um maybe just one thing to leave you with yeah yeah leave us with the lovely quote that whatever you think the world is withholding from you is what you are withholding from the world can i quickly ask you i know we were gonna end it there but what, what are you what do you think the world is withholding from you oh 
Well, maybe we should both do it. I don't know what I think the word is withholding from me. Well, right now, a fucking sponsor. Exactly. Fucking Audible. Squarespace, Headspace, all of these places. What do you guys want? Who, like, would you want Audible? Would you be yawning your nut off at that? Let us know. Maybe you, maybe you guys could do some of our bidding. Yeah, go on, pull your way. Fucking hell. <laughs> 